Welcome to Inside the Bradfield Centre. I'm James Parton, the Managing Director of the Bradfield Centre. And today's a shorter but equally important episode. We're talking about the Trinity Bradfield Prize today and joining me is Mike Cotto. Mike. Hey James, thanks for having me. So uh, Mike, why don't we start with just a quick explainer of what the Trinity Bradfield Prize is? Yeah, absolutely. So the, the Trinity Bradfield Prize is a startup prize based in Cambridge and it's a combination of cash prizes for um, early stage innovators and entrepreneurs based in the University of Cambridge, as well as a support program and mentoring program at the Bradfield Centre. So it's designed to support early stage innovations coming out of the University of Cambridge. So the, the prize, uh, it fits into the, the Cambridge ecosystem and it's really designed to be the first check of cash that the, that the winners receive. Um, and then the support program is designed to accelerate them along um, so they can apply to things like local accelerators or um, local VC finance as well. So how did the Trinity Bradfield Prize get started, James? Well, why don't we start at the beginning? For those that might not know, the, the actual Bradfield Centre itself is owned by Trinity College Cambridge. So right from uh, the beginning, there was always a desire for the Bradfield Centre to non- not only kind of provide um, scale-up space for the region's startups, but also, you know, to uh, be there to support uh, Trinity College and the wider university in uh, encouraging and, and nurturing entrepreneurial um, career paths for students. Uh, so, you know, we do that in a variety of ways. The events that we run at the Bradfield Centre are always open to students, obviously. Um, you know, many student spin-outs have come into the building to incubate and to grow. Um, but the prize, we felt, was a more uh, direct way to help on the intervention side of things. Uh, so by running a, a competition focused around entrepreneurship and by giving non-dilutive you know, cash prizes and the, the mentoring program, we felt that was a really good way to, you know, to, to uh, solidify the, the, the support that the Bradfield Centre offers into the student population. Um, so, yeah, that was really the, the, the concept and, and where it came from. So, Mike, why don't you walk us through what's on offer in, in the 2021 edition? Yeah, sure. So we have cash prizes. So just to emphasize, this is non-dilutive funding, no strings attached funding. Um, and we have a pot of a maximum pot of 20k on offer. So that includes a, a first place 10k prize. And then we have a undergraduate specific prize, which is 5k called the Hellings Prize, and a 5k second place prize on offer as well. Um, so that's the that's the cash that's available. But importantly, we also offer this support program. So the support program, program is for all finalists. So between eight to 10 finalists who, who take part in the pitch night and they'll get three months membership at the Bradfield Centre and alongside that there'll be a tailored mentor program during that three-month period where we will be pairing the teams with experienced mentors, entrepreneurs but also people with specific skills like IP specialists and legal support, um, skills in raising finance etc. Whatever the, the teams need to move forward um, we'll be there um, pairing them with mentors through that three-month period. And I think I'm right in saying that it's the mentorship and the and the membership that really kind of sets the prize apart from the other things that are on offer around Cambridge. 
Yeah, so that was a big part in in how we designed the prize. So we didn't want to give a cash prize and then wave goodbye and wish the teams good luck in their journey. Um, so the idea of combining cash with this support program is it really helps accelerate the the idea beyond just a check. Um, so all the previous winners have really enjoyed that program, and some of them actually said that was the highlight um, of of winning the Trinity Battle Prize. Okay, so James, do you want to just talk about who can actually apply for for the prize? So this year's prize is open for applications, and any Cambridge student that's looking to pursue early stage tech ideas or commercialise their research is welcome to apply. So that's open to undergraduates, postgraduates, and early career researchers. Um, and at least one member of each team needs to be a member of the University of Cambridge. So, Mike, why don't you give us a little bit of colour in terms of some of the previous winners and uh, what they've gone on uh, to achieve since winning the prize? Yeah, sure. So we've had quite a broad um, selection of winners and applicants as well. Um, so a few of the ones that have applied and won, we've had ISO Tagit, uh, a startup that uses advanced molecular tags to identify counterfeit goods. Um, we've also had a company called Boltzbit that's gone on to raise their seed funding. That uh, they're a deep um, AI company. We've also had uh, Congenitor, uh, and they were developing um, software to support heart surgery in newborn children. And then we've also had some material science chemistry companies come through, um, working on battery development, creating batteries for electric vehicles. Um, so the winners that have come through, they've all been really broad. We've had AI, material science, health tech, and lots of life science apply as well. Yeah, I think that's one of the you know the most pleasing things about running the prize uh, for the last two iterations has been just the kind of diversity of applications, which is something that we really welcome. I think I'm right in saying we've had like over 80 applicants in both of the previous cohorts. Is that right? Yeah, so 80 applicants across you know, all areas essentially reflecting all the research that happens in the University of Cambridge itself. Um, so we encourage you to apply. The, the prize is really divide, designed for kind of research and technology innovation, but quite broad within that. And it's worth pointing out that there's a sister episode to this one, uh, which where we interview uh, the previous winners, actually, of the prize. So you can get a much more detailed uh deep dive into how they've gone on since uh, since winning the prize um so so mike i'm listening to this i'm kind of interested you know how do i go about applying and what's the application process like the application process is designed to be really really simple um so it's just around kind of 13 14 main questions uh on an online form so you can go to our website which is trinitybradfordprize.co.uk and you can see the details there and you can click apply so it's designed to be uh, not too onerous. I mean, we know some prizes and applications you can spend weeks putting an application in. Um, so this is designed to be something you can sit down in an afternoon and do it all in one go. Um, so we encourage you to to take a look at the website and and go to that online portal. You can see the the questions before you before you click start as well. So James, do you want to talk a little bit about how the winners are actually selected? Yes. So we have a a, a shortlisting process. Uh, where we kind of go through the initial uh, set of applications. We then whittle that down to a short list, which is then put through to the the uh, judges panel, uh, which is led by Sir Gregory Winter, um, the previous master of Trinity College. Um, so, you know, the, the judges will be announced on the website um, in due course. 
our judges are always, you know, well uh, respected and recognised uh, members of the Cambridge and Trinity ecosystem. And then a set of uh, finalists are picked, usually half a dozen, and then we come together for a prize-giving ceremony in November, um, which we'll talk about in a second. So the the, the finalists all pitch on stage and uh, have a Q&A session with the uh, judging panel. And then the panel deliberates and uh, the winners are selected on the evening. So once once people have won, uh, Mike, you know, what, what's what's the experience for them after once they've reached the final? What's the experience post-final uh, for the for the teams involved? Yeah, so um, all the finalists then go on to to the support program. So obviously we have the the winners of the pitch night. They also get the cash prizes, but everyone involved in the final gets that three month membership at the Bradford Center and they take part in the in the mentoring as well. Um, so we sit down with all the all the finalist teams and then we really try and understand what does the next six months look like for you? What gaps need to be filled? What support do you need? Um, we then have our uh, what we call our mentor menu, which is a list of um, experienced people who can add value to startups who are willing to donate their time and meet meet with the teams. And what we do is we then select which mentors make the most sense for each team. So the actual support program is is bespoke. And that's very deliberate because we feel like early stage innovations, there's no formula to how they can be supported. So we make sure that all the support that we give our, our finalist teams is, is very tailored. And we find that's, that's more impactful. So some key dates to uh, have to hand. The applications open from the 1st of July. Applications close on the 23rd of October and the prize giving ceremony I mentioned is the 23rd of November and you can register for tickets to that by visiting trinitybradfieldprize.co.uk. So thanks again for Mike for coming onto the show and giving us a little bit of information there about the Trinity Bradfield Prize. If you uh, like what you heard, please apply. Thank you to Carl Homer of Cambridge TV for producing today's episode. You can listen to previous episodes by searching for Inside the Bradfield Centre on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher and Amazon Music. And if you have a second, please give us a five-star review. You can also find us by visiting bradfieldcentre.com. Bye.